Welcome back. Pulling up a chair with a chair shot. It's been a long hiatus and it's the holidays. So I don't have a ton of excuses, but I am um, spending time with my family and friends doing what's important. And I know a lot of people, you know, say you got to do this thing every week or it's not going to be successful. And maybe that's the issue for me is I'm not trying to become successful with this thing. I'm having fun. I'm doing it my way. I'm not trying to get rich. I'm not trying to have a million followers. I'm trying to have a decent core group of people that listen to this podcast. And that's what I have. And that's what I'm going to try to keep going. Um, less is more for me with this podcast. Uh, I'm doing this for my friends. I'm doing this for my family. And that's what's important. So when I have time... I'll pop in and give you guys an episode and I'm just trying to keep it concise. I don't want to just put out content just for the sake of it. And I know everybody's time's valuable and I appreciate everybody that listens to this and I want to keep it that way. So if an episode comes out for me, that's usually because I think I have something that you're going to enjoy rather than just pumping something out, you know, every week twice a week, three times a week, whatever. And so I appreciate you guys all for checking in with me. I don't have a guest this week, but I did want to just hop on and say hello. I will have an episode coming out with a guest. My special Christmas edition, which I think is well worth a listen. I think everyone's going to like that. And so I'm looking forward to putting that out. Um, That should be coming out Christmas week. And again, for me, the podcast thing is it's on demand, right? So I'm putting it out on Christmas and if you got time to listen to it, check it out. And if you don't check it out later, that's kind of the cool thing about podcasts in my mind is I don't always, well, I rarely listen to podcasts that come out or I should say as they come out, I listen to them when I have time. So I discover new podcasts, I go back and I listen to them, and sometimes I binge them, sometimes I just pick and choose, but that's kind of the cool thing to me, is you can listen to it when you want, and it doesn't have to be in a certain particular time or order. So that episode will be coming out Christmas week, like I said, I think everybody that loves wrestling figures, it as much as I do, is going to really enjoy it. So my guest is somebody that's been a mentor to me and a good friend of mine, and um, he puts out amazing stuff for the wrestling figure community. And, um, yeah, I think I'll just leave it at that for now, and I'll be letting you guys know who that is coming up real soon. But in the meantime... Again, I just wanted to check in, say hello, let everybody know that uh, I am still alive and podcast is moving forward and I should have some good stuff coming out um, next year as well, early January. Um, Working on some things now, so we'll see how that goes. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, the best way to get me these days is on email at a chair shot at gmail.com. I've kind of lightened up on the, uh, social media, um, Twitter, especially just 
too poisonous, too toxic, too many over opinionated, underinformed, in my opinion, people just posting nasty, toxic stuff. And I just don't choose to indulge in that on high levels. Um, so I like having conversations with people, uh, in the email and it's just been kind of fun to get to know people and bounce ideas. So shot at gmail.com is where you can reach me, taking it old school. Of course, you can always reach out on Twitter if you so choose, um, but I just, I'm not on there as often as I once was, and I'm a little bit slower to get back. So other than that, uh, it's my favorite time of the year right now with Christmas and uh, New Year's coming up, and I'm just really enjoying the time with the friends and family. Like I said, uh, been doing a lot of figure hunting targets, Walmarts, um, finding some stuff off and on the Hollywood set has been the crazy one. I mean, I've got, I've probably seen over a hundred rocks and John Cena's haven't seen one Roddy Piper yet. So I'm on the prowl for that as well as the Zodiac Elite. I don't think that's hit California. I've been searching in the high 20s of uh, Target stores out here in California. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen any sign of it being out here. Um, So those are probably the two guys that I'm really hunting for right now. Other than that, yeah, I think I'm pretty caught up aside from that. So... If uh, anybody out there happens to see a Zodiac or a Roddy Piper, I'm on the lookout for those and be happy to buy those off you. And it doesn't even have to be cost plus shipping. I'd prefer not to get completely ripped off. But um, if you got one, you want to make a little money on it, that's cool too. Yeah, other than that, I'm going to keep it short. I, I don't have... A lot of other stuff to report back at this time. I did queue up to do a Thanksgiving episode and was having some audio issues, so I didn't put that one out, but it was my full intention to do that and and just say thanks. It's my first year with the podcast this year, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing some more next year. I've got some plans, like I said. Um, But I'm definitely thankful and grateful for everybody in the community. If I've ever talked to you, you know who you are. Anyway, guys, that's it for now. Look for the new episode, Christmas Day, and I hope you all join me right here on Pulling Up a Chair. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Um, I want to send extra love to everybody out there that 
may be struggling financially or uh, having lost a job or, you know, facing family troubles, grieving a loved one's loss or being separated from your loved ones or just feeling lonely or whatever ails everybody. Um, just want to send love and cheer to everybody and hopefully, you know, 22 will be a better year for a lot of people. So, um, I feel blessed and fortunate to be healthy and, uh, anybody who's not in that place, I just want to send extra love and say, it can only get better. So hang in there. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I realize it's Christmas day. And part of the reason I wanted to put this out today was for people who maybe don't have family coming over or people that need a break. Uh, this is going to be dedicated to you. Um, my guest this week is a good friend of mine, um, an awesome creative guy that's been in the community for a long time, and he's just done amazing work. And I've been a happy customer of his for a long time and got lots of advice and help from him. And um, I'm, I've had this interview uh, set aside for a special time and and this week for Christmas, it just felt right. So with that being said, uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. And like I said, for anybody who's going through a hard spell, hang in there. My DMs are always open. You can always hit me up. I'm here to listen, help, give advice, whatever I can to help anybody. And with that, I hope you enjoy this interview or this conversation with the great Warren Warsman. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, everybody. For anybody who's experiencing family troubles, financial troubles, you know, grieving a loved one or separated from a loved one, feeling lonely or just suffering. Um, and for all my friends and family and anybody who's ever loved wrestling and or wrestling figures, this one's for you. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year's. Hopefully everybody wrapped up 2021 in a good way, in a safe way, um, and enjoyed your New Year's celebrations. It's technically the last episode of 2021 for pulling up a chair with me, a chair shot, but due to some inclement weather and some difficulties getting home over the holidays, I had to push the episode back a little bit. So here we are a few days late. Um, in California, it's just kind of a weird thing. We are weather wimps. I like to say if the temperature is below 60 or over 80 people, uh, that we just start complaining out here. 
it's too cold, it's too hot. And so there's about a 20 degree threshold for, I'd say about 80 to 90% of the people that live here. And um, that's just what it is. So coming home from Los Angeles over the New Year's break, I was trapped in a snowstorm which um, didn't allow me to pass through to get home. So, like I said, that just pushed back the recording of this. I had hoped to release this on New Year's Eve to coincide with my Christmas Day show. Obviously, that didn't work, so we're just making the best of what we got, and it's a handful of days later, but it's here now. So, it's the after New Year's bonanza rather than the New Year's Eve show that was intended. But I thank you guys for listening, checking in. Don't have a guest this week, but I did want to just kind of say thank you and recap the first year of my podcast and just kind of give a little bit of a explanation of the podcast and shed a little light on that little peek behind the curtain for anybody that might be interested and talk about the guests that were on the show. So throughout the year. So with that, I wanted to start off just by talking about the podcast and how it came to be. I got into the podcast game late as a listener and as a podcaster. So going back a couple of years, I discovered the wrestling show podcast. I think the first one that I heard was Rowdy Roddy Piper's podcast at that time before he passed away. And that led me to Ric Flair's first podcast, or maybe it wasn't his first one, but one of his earlier ones. And, and then all heck just broke loose with the wrestling podcast. Everybody who ever, wrestled or was wrestling seemingly had a podcast and I was trying to catch up with all of those and I discovered all of Conrad Thompson's podcast, Joe Feeney's podcast, and I was enjoying all of those and I stumbled across the wrestling figure podcasts that kind of And then I just kind of was looking at the majors podcast and I never really listened to it. And I was always on the back burner. Like they're talking about wrestling figures. I love wrestling figures. Maybe I should check it out. And I did. And a lot of those episodes were a little bit longer than I wanted to. And a lot of the, and almost immediately after that, I got the idea, well, there's what if there's more wrestling figure podcasts? I wanted more. Um, and just kind of, I was looking for something more specific, I guess. And I found that when I located the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. And I was blown away to find out that these guys were just right down the road from where I live on top of it all. So I checked out their podcast, really dug it. 
and became friendly with Jeff and Scott both. Um, I, to this day, I still keep in touch with them both and talk to Scott all the time, a little more than Jeff, but that's all right, Jeff, right? <laughs> Anyways, moving forward, I I just discovered all these people um, in the wrestling figure community, the fig life community, all these different little cliques and groups of people. And, you know, there seemed to be a lot of territorial stuff. Like you're either a major brothers fan or you're a fully posable fan or you're a whatever. There's a bunch of other podcasts that popped up that are kind of all doing the same thing. And I really wanted to do a podcast, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I just knew that it had to be something different than everyone else was doing with wrestling figures. And I wanted to acknowledge that Scott and Jeff, a fully posable got me started in this, but I didn't want to rip them off and I didn't want to be of the same format. And that was really important to me. And that was kind of a challenge, right? Because I didn't want to be the same format as them. And, but I, at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I acknowledged that, you know, let, you know, Scott's the, the guy that pushed me out the door and said, you got to do it. And he announced on one of his episodes that my first episode would be coming out and, I have to thank Scott because if it wasn't for that, I may still be sitting here talking about, yeah, I think I'm going to do this someday. And, you know, I had planned something and dragged my feet for months. And without Scott's push out the door, it was like, you know, we're alive, pal. And so that's how this whole thing kind of came about. I I just knew that there was a lot of different groups of wrestling fans and I knew there was a lot of guys kind of doing the same format as fully posable. And I thought, well, nobody's interviewing the people that are in the community. They're all kind of giving you their thoughts and their expertise and their opinions, etc. But nobody's really, there's so many amazing people in this hobby and they don't necessarily belong to a hashtag. Um, some of them do a lot of the great ones that I know and correspond with do. Um, but there's others that don't. And my thought was I wanted to do a podcast where I could shine a light on all these creative people, all these cool guys and make it about them instead of about me or um so that's what I did and that's where the idea came from and I kind of borrowed from and the other part of it is that I borrowed from 
Conrad Thompson, or maybe I just blatantly stole from him, the concept of I was listening to something to wrestle with, and I just loved how there was volumes of, you know, this week it's the big boss man, and it's all about his story, and the next week it's about Harley Race, and it's all about his story, and the next week it's Jimmy Hart, and on and on and on, whatever, whoever the guy was, and I kind of just thought, well, in my world, I'm not in professional wrestling, but I am in the wrestling figure world and have been for decades. And there's just this kind of band of brothers and outlaws that are out there. And some people are creating figures. Some people are um, creating items for the figures. Some people are just collectors. Some people are collectors. Some people are doing all kinds of different things. And what if I did an episodic deal with each one of those guys? So that's kind of the concept for the podcast. I set out to do this in January of 2021, which has been a year now. And I don't do a weekly episodes for a few reasons. One is because this is a hobby for me. It's not my job. And secondly, I know how valuable everybody's time is. I appreciate each and every person who clicks the play button on their podcast player, on their podcast player and listens to this when I do put out an episode. And so I try really hard not to just put something out just to hear myself talk and then people feel obligated to listen or maybe they don't listen, but I just, I didn't want to waste people's time and, or mine for that matter. And that's why I kind of transitioned away from originally doing one every week, keeping up with the Joneses. And I was told, you know, you got to do this every week or it's not going to work. And not having any experience podcasting, I kind of took that to heart and gave that a run. But I I soon realized, you know what, this weekly thing, at least for now, isn't working for me. So I scaled it back and I feel more like the Clash of Champions or the Saturday night's main event of wrestling figure podcasts at this point. I try to come in maybe once a month, um, you know, and maybe couple times a month, who knows, but not on a set schedule. And I don't necessarily think I have to be on a set schedule. Um, like I said, this is a hobby for me, not trying to make money off of it, not trying to get a million clicks and a million likes or whatever. Um, I just wanted to do this mostly for my friends, for my family for the people in the community that I try to spotlight and for myself at the end of this podcasting thing that I'm doing, I hope one day just to have a catalog of these episodes with these people that have impacted my life in this community and have that to reflect on. And it'll be kind of like, In the same way that you might have like a James Bond DVD collection on your shelf, 
some people might not understand why you need to have all those. Are you going to listen to them? Are you going to, or uh, are you going to watch those or, but for you, it might just be the perfect thing to have on your shelf. And so that's what I hope to have here. And I'm going to try not to just put out episodes just for the sake of it. I'm, I'm trying to really be selective about who I do an episode with, um, for myself and for the community. So that's kind of where the show came from idea wise and where it's all, that's kind of where the concept for the show comes from. And I just wanted to share that because I never really did formally. I've done some interviews and explain that, but I've never really explained it on my podcast. And I just thought in closing this year out, I'd, I'd put that out there and just say thank you to everybody who's listened, everybody who's downloaded this podcast, anybody who's, you know, shared it with a friend or recommended it or retweeted my tweets or you know, anything on social media, on Instagram, whatever. Um, just thank you. I, I'm like I said, I never in a million years thought anybody would necessarily want to listen to me do a podcast, but it's been really humbling that people have. And like I said, last week on the Christmas episode, I'm not trying to get tons of followers and sponsors and make money. I'm trying to have a concise group of guests on the show and a concise group of guests and a concise group of listeners that enjoy the people I'm talking to. And I feel like that's what I have. So in 2021, I set out to do this. And I think for what I wanted to accomplish, I think I did that. And I just thank you guys for making that possible. So that probably leads to the question of 2022 and what, you know, everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions or they've already laid theirs down and what that means to them. And some people don't really like New Year's resolutions or don't get the concept or think it's hokey. And I could definitely understand or see why that might be. For me, New Year's resolutions are... Maybe they don't need to be broadcast as a New Year's resolution, but I guess what I find valuable in doing them is I feel like we all get really busy in life. I know I do with the everyday grind, with my job, with everything that's going on. You just kind of get going and you realize on different items that you know, it's been a week and I didn't do this. It's been a month and I never did that. It's been six months and I never took care of this. And so for me, I think it's just a great way to mandate or make sure that I stop and go, I need to take a look at myself and everything that I'm doing and make some tweaks, you know, 
Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but almost in a way, a, uh, a race car comes off the track and takes that pit stop. Well, you don't necessarily have to wait to take the pit stop to notice that there's something wrong with your car, but it's a great way to make yourself stop and take care of what's wrong with the car. Um, that's the only metaphor I could come up with off the top of my head. So anyway, that's where this new year's is at. And so this, this year I'm hoping to expand on adding a bunch of good guests to this podcast and possibly add some different twists and tweaks to the way that I do the show. Um, and I got a bunch of ideas on my brain, but I haven't really finalized anything. So I'll just leave it at that for now. That's kind of what my goals are, is just to tighten up the show a little bit, tighten up the recording of it, the the sound quality, just some things like that. Just make it a little bit better presented. Um, and I'm hoping to do that throughout the year. And I got some help from Brian Breaker, who helped me out with some audio stuff. He's got his series of podcasts, and which some of you probably are very familiar with. Shout out to Brian for hooking me up with some tips on audio recording. And I'm trying to implement some of these things and just try to give you guys a better sounding podcast. So anyway, that's enough about last year and goals for this year. Anyway, that's enough about the hopes of this year. I want to go ahead and just kind of recap last year as a way to, I just want to go ahead and recap last year as I've thanked everyone who listens. I kind of wanted to just, just say thank you and give a shout out to my guests and recap their appearances on the podcast. So episode one kicked it off with my friend, Nate, over at Ring Skirts, who is an amazing guy. And Nate's one of these guys that I've just, I've known about in the community forever. Um, and he's been always so gracious with his time. And I'm sure I can be a little bit of a pest with my questions and stuff like that. But he's always been super patient and just answers all the questions that I have. And he's kind of a mentor for me in, in wrestling figure stuff, as far as like setting up arenas or different things with these figures that we all love. And then also with the collectible belts, uh, replica belts, he's got an amazing figure cave. The guy is just unlimitedly talented and he just is one of the most creative guys that I know of in this hobby that I love as far as just creating not just stuff for figures. I mean, his Nick or his, not his nickname, but his, his handle on Twitter is ring skirts. And so you would think 
dude, this guy makes ring skirts that are amazing, and that would be enough to hang your hat on. But honestly, as great as his ring skirts are, it's all this other stuff that blows my mind about this guy with, you know, his WrestleMania Las Vegas arena that he made, his war game set up. He's just, the guy's got ideas on ideas, which I think a lot of people do, but he actually executes them, which is, it's just mind blowing to me. Um, the Piper's pit table that he had made down in his fig cave. It's, it's amazing. So if you get a chance, check out Nate on social media, check out what he's got down there. It's just, Nate's a great guy. And he had to be my first guest just because, like I said, he's the most creative guy that just pumps me up and makes me never want to leave this hobby. Um, so shout out to you, Nate. Episode two was Manny, um, figure kingdom on social media, as a lot of you guys would know him. And Manny is a guy whose photo photography just kind of captivated me. I, I, got in touch with him. We recorded our episode two um, on the podcast and he was just such a great guy, such a humble dude, so positive and another guy that's just more than willing to help. He's got tutorials on figure photography. If that's your thing um, or you're interested in getting into it, He's just, he's helpful. I guess in a way, we're both kind of disciples of Nate's, as we found out uh, while we recorded the episode. And I just can't say enough positive things about Manny. He's been one of the guys that's been super supportive of me and this podcast. And there's been times where things didn't go right, or I wasn't too sure where I was going. And Manny's one of the few guys that just has always been there and been super supportive. So if you get a chance, check out his photography if you haven't already. And it's one of the best accounts that I know of as far as figure photography goes. And so he was a, a definite... And so he was a must-get guest. Shout out to you, Manny. Episode three was Al over at Eminem Clothing. And it was an awesome conversation to have with Al because Al's been around for a while as a wrestling fan. And he's got a perspective from up in the northern United States that I never had as a fan out here on the west coast um his mom is actually a seamstress so when al started making figure clothing for the wrestlers um it just makes perfect sense and it's such a cool story that he was able to do that with his mom and and al's also another guy that's um a very underrated figure photographer he uses those to he uses the pictures that he takes to make commercials for his figures, basically, for his... He makes 
The pictures that he takes are basically commercials to advertise for his figure clothing, and which is a great creative, innovative way to go to market. So Owl's always been super friendly. If you ever need anything figure clothing related, I can't recommend enough to reach out to Al, get in touch with him, and he'll make stuff for you if even if it's not listed. Um, just talk to the guy, super easy to talk to, great guy, and he'll take care of you. Episode four was Shan over at Custom Toy Rings, and Shan's a guy that kind of just blew me away as far as the stuff that he was making was so high-end and so high-scale. I talk about it with friends all the time, I've held off on like getting the war games cage set because it just seems kind of hokey to me or something. I, I don't know what the right term is, but it's not a knock on anybody who's got it. I've thought about getting it multiple times, but when you look at custom toy rings offering, Episode four was JJ over at Custom Toy Rings. JJ just kind of blows my mind as far as what he brings to the community. I don't know of anybody else who's doing stuff on the level he's doing. And when I saw his account, I just immediately was like, I got to have that guy on the show. He makes rings. He makes cages. He makes anything you could really think of just, you know, uh, the nitro set. And not to knock the NXT war game set, for example, but because I've thought about buying it multiple times, the price points a little bit more affordable, but there's always been something about like, yeah, but just hold off, save up that money and get, get something like that from JJ. And you know, not to knock anybody who's got the war game set, because like I said, kid me would have died to have had that. And adult me is tempted over and over again, but I keep holding out. And, and that's because of JJ, because his cage makes me keep thinking you got to just spend the money and get, get, you know, one from him that looks spot on in the same way that these faces look like exact replicas of the actual wrestler. Well, JJ's cages look exactly like, you know, scaled down version of what you see on TV. So super talented guy. And, you know, he shared a story about putting on a show up there in the great Northwest. And that was cool to talk to him about all of that. Just a great guy. I would imagine that He's probably, I know he's commissioning orders and stuff all the time. And if you're in the need for anything, just get a hold of JJ. Shout out to you, brother. And thanks for coming on the show. 
Episode five was my good friend, Drew Vensel, who just happens to be the host along with his wife, Caitlin, of my favorite podcast in all the world, Tales from the Estate. Um, Drew's a guy that I just discovered on social media and I could just tell how, um, honest and sincere the guy was and positive. And those are the kind of people that I love to associate myself with. And that's what, that's who Drew is. He's a generous guy that's done plenty of giveaways. Um, never seen him say a crossword about anybody. And that's the kind of company that I like to surround myself with. So got to know Drew, got him on the podcast and talk about being floored. I mean, just having a guy who puts on a podcast that you yourself hold in such high regards and then for them to actually come on to your podcast. It was a great time. I had an awesome talk with Drew. And I think that just kind of catapulted our friendship. And Drew's a guy that, you know, when all the Sergeant Slaughters sold out and I was in line and got skunked, I think in under three minutes or something, thinking back earlier, the stock or the, the, for the San Diego Comic Con Sergeant Slaughter. And I told Drew, and while we were talking, he just reached out and was like, I'm going to give you one of mine. And that's the kind of guy that he is. And I, I aspire to be more like that. I try to be like that for my friends. And by and large, that's just comes from talking to Drew and seeing the way he does it. Um, makes me want to be more like that with my friends. And, uh, I thank you, brother. Episode six was Adam from junk shop dog. Um, Adam's such a cool guy. I can't say enough about, I was really blown away just learning about wrestling from a different perspective. I'm a self-admitted American only wrestling fan. I grew up watching AWA, World Class, NWA, WCW, WWF. Um, but I never really got into anything from a different perspective. And so to talk to Adam and learn about this whole other world of wrestling that's out there internationally and, you know, stories about Bruiser Brody and guys, obviously I know who Bruiser Brody is, but I never really dove down into his career or anything. And thanks to Adam, I'm interested in that stuff now. And so, um, Adam's another guy that I have the utmost respect for because he's kind of living the dream coming out with wrestling figures. I mean, a lot of people may have thought about it, but this guy's doing it. And so I have the ultimate amount of respect for him and I'm still just buzzing and appreciative that he came on to my podcast. Um, I'm sure there's other people that are picking for his time and it meant the world to me that he would come on to my podcast and talk to me. So shout out to you, Adam. Episode seven 
was with my good friend GBM, the great fig hunter on Twitter. I've said it before, and it's kind of a reoccurring theme, and this is a lot this has a lot to do with why I'm so grateful. Um, one of the first guys that I saw on social media that was, you know, going out and buying stuff and helping collectors like me get figures at cost plus shipping was good brother, Mike. Um, before that it was a lot of scalpers, you know, buying stuff. And I was, had the gun in my head as far as, you know, paying 40 to 60 bucks for a figure that just came out that I knew good and well was only selling for 18 bucks or whatever on the pegs or joining somebody's group and paying money to be a part of that or, you know, hoping somebody would help me. It was just, wasn't right. Wasn't quite the right way to go. And GBM was one of the first guys that I saw that was really getting out there and helping people. And maybe he wasn't the first guy to do it, but I got to say, I think he's the guy that put it on the map in the wrestling figure part of it anyway. Maybe there's guys doing it and GI Joe or He-Man or something that I wasn't aware of. But as far as wrestling figure goes, Mike was the guy and I'll always be grateful to Mike because he, he made me aware of that and I started doing it and helping other people and that's because of Mike. So it was great to talk to him, have him on the show. And he's now part of a big part of this collectors helping collectors hashtag that's out there. And, you know, I see people giving the love back to him and getting him figures now. And it's about time he got some of that back. And so I appreciate you, brother. And so if you get a chance to interact with good brother, Mike, he's a great guy. And I think you should. Episode eight was Srick from Curb Stomp Customs. And, you know, Srick's another one of these super talented guys. that makes pretty much any logo you can think of for tights or tattoos or jackets. Um, instead of, you know, getting out your Crayola crayons or a Sharpie or a paintbrush and trying to freestyle this stuff, he just makes it easy. And he's a super cool guy, very accommodating, very helpful. It was great to have him on the podcast. He came on and kind of shared the story of how that all came to be. And I'm a big fan of his creativity and everything he's got going. Um, that's one of the qualities that I really... So for him to take the time to come on my podcast meant a lot to me. Um, I'm, I'm a customer of his and bought a stack of his stuff and I can't recommend enough. If you're doing any kind of customization, get a hold of Strick because he makes great stuff and 
he'll help you out. So shout out to you, Strick, for coming on. Episode 9 was my good pal Scott Toon of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. And I mentioned it before, but I had kind of been planning to do a podcast for quite some time and had bounced it off of Scott. And he kind of encouraged me that, and he encouraged me to go for it. Um, <coughs> he encouraged me to go for it and... As I said, I, it was important to me to acknowledge him and Jeff without just copying their format and doing the same thing they were doing. I wanted to do something different. And it took me a while to get it going. And I said it before, but it was kind of just funny the way I tuned, I turned on their podcast. And at the end, Scott made an announcement that Tim is going to be releasing an episode of pulling up a chair his debut podcast and i just kind of was listening to that shaking my head like oh man i guess here we go it's gonna happen now and so i i'm grateful to scott that he did that because like i said if he had not i'd probably still be sitting here kicking around well maybe in a couple more weeks all so scott's a great guy um another positive Scott and I have quite a bit in common as far as we're both kind of in the same age demographic, both been fans for a really long time, um, experienced a lot of the same local wrestling things here in Northern California, not together, but it's been cool to go back and talk about, you know, were you at this event? Yeah, I was. Wow. You know, and we probably walked past each other number a number of times in our lives um, without even knowing it. So shout out to Scott and he's a busy guy. He's got a family and multiple, he's got two podcasts that he does. And I'm grateful that he made the time to come on and just support me and push me and, and get me going on this podcast. Episode 10 was Dylan and Rob of the wrestling figure database. And these guys have crazy respect for me because ever since I was a kid, I always wanted more wrestling figures. I always yearned to learn about them, to know more about who was out there, any figures that I may have missed along the line. And fast forward to today, Dylan and Rob have a wrestling figure website that has every single wrestler from every single toy manufacturer that's ever existed and they just did that for the love of the hobby and to me that is just I mean that just blows my mind that's earth shattering that they put that much time and effort in for the love of the game and in a world where you know you see scalpers you see people opening packages and figure swapping and stealing accessories and being nasty to people on social media or starting fights or drama. These two guys just exemplify the exact opposite of that. And again, those are the kind of guys that I'm attracted to spending time talking to and getting to know and hanging out with because that kind of positivity just breeds more positivity. And 
So shout out to you, Dylan and Rob. And thank you guys for being my first and only two guests on one episode at the same time. Get over there and check out their website if you guys haven't. Um, It's chock full of everything you could ever want in wrestling figure data information. Episode 11 was Ralphie Vibes. And this guy is a super underrated photographer in the wrestling figure community. He's got He's got a family. He's a busy man. He's got his own podcast. But where I discovered him from was his photography. And he's an amazing guy with a lot of stories. It was so cool to be able to hear about ECW and him being there with those guys. And I've got to say, as a wrestling fan or I should say specifically an American wrestling fan, hearing stories about the Mecca of pro wrestling, Madison Square Gardens, super cool. And I know it'll never be the same as it was in the 80s, but that's one venue as a wrestling fan I've just got to get to before I check out of this planet. And so it was really cool to talk to Ralphie and hear his stories on all that. Um, just one of the nicer guys in the community. And if you get a chance to link up with him, I would suggest you do that. Episode 12 was the WWE figure artist. And I discovered him on Instagram for his title belts. And these belts just looked amazing. They were better than anything I'd seen from any toy company. Just looked legit, looked real. Um, In the same way that I talked about the cages and the face scans, these were just shrunk down title belts as far as I could see. And had to have him on. He was a great guy. I'm hoping to see more and more of his products out there and... If you get a chance, go check him out, support him, pick up some belts for your figures. That's WWE Figure Artist. Episode 13 was Matthew Goldberg. And talking to Matthew was a really eye-opening conversation for me. I'd seen Matthew around in the community, but I never really got to know him. And after I talked to him, I learned a lot about his story and his history working in this hobby, but in wrestling in general and with, you know, figure manufacturing companies. And the dude's super talented photographer. He's very knowledgeable about figures, does amazing work for jazzware and, you know, I could go on and on with the accolades, but Matthew's a great guy. He's a positive dude in the community. And I'm really glad, like I said before, this guy's a guy that's super busy, has a lot going on. And the fact that he made time to come on and talk to me meant a lot to me. So if you get a chance to interact with Matthew Goldberg, can't recommend it enough. Check out his WrestleZone. Um, 
Shout out to you, Matthew. Episode 14. Okay, guys, this one was a big one for me. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Brian Clark, a.k.a. Adam Baum, and... When I decided to recap these episodes, I kind of had a general idea of what I wanted to do and what I was going to say, but Brian's one of the guys that I'm almost at a loss for words for a few reasons. One is what it meant to me that he took his time to come on and talk to me. Um, I know there's people out there that you know, pay money to have people come on their podcasts and stuff. And there's none of that going on here. This was a pure and organic conversation with me and Brian. And I had heard things as most people had about him. And this just goes to show you why we need to really calm down on believing everything we hear on social media and on the news because if I had left it to that, I mean, I'll be honest, it wasn't a flattering picture that was painted of Brian, but getting to know Brian and talking to him and hearing his story really changed, you know, the whole trajectory of my preconceived notions about him. Um, He was just an amazing, open and honest guy that happened to be like a huge... That happened to be one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And to have him on the podcast meant so much to me. To hear his story um, about addiction and helping other people with that meant the world to me. Because it's real easy for people to just kind of brush that off and walk away. But Brian's a guy that wants to help people and wants to make a difference. He's been super friendly to me. And I'm eternally grateful for him coming on and talking to me. And and now I can say that not only did I have a great time talking to him on my podcast, but I'm friendly with one of my favorite wrestlers of all times, and that's pretty dang cool. And I'm looking forward to getting his Cella Toys release. And I'm looking forward to all of his Cella Toy releases coming out. I've got pre-orders in and the glow in the dark Adam Bomb is going to be amazing. His regular retro style with the removable goggles and glow in the dark eyes is just unbelievable and i'm so stoked to add those to my collection so a huge shout out and thank you brian for coming on the podcast episode 15 was grenville who a lot of people know as hasbook and this is a guy that has a huge love for the hasbro figures and he put it into a book form and so it's a repeating theme that you'll hear throughout this episode but my respect for him is just a guy that had an idea to do a, um, to do, to make a book, but 
it wasn't just an idea. He actually went through with it and made a book and it's available for purchase. I bought a copy of it and I would highly recommend anybody else out there that loves Hasbro to get a copy of his book. It's incredible, um, beautiful artwork and it all just came together really great. And Grenville's an awesome guy, just super easy to talk to, had a great conversation with him. And get out there and support Grenville and buy a copy of his book if you're into the Hasbros. Shout out to you, Grenville. Episode 16 was Shan over at the Proving Grounds. And Shan's another guy that I got the respect factor for because he's doing something else that I have thought about and never made time to do, but he's doing it. And that's his figure fed. He's got incredible sets that he makes. He's got just, he's been a fan forever, basically right out of the womb, right into the ring and going all the way back to NWA days, just like me. But he's got amazing ideas and storylines and just a real creative mind for wrestling. And I was happy to have met him and got a chance to have him on the podcast. And we still talk to this day. And I'm always looking forward to seeing what he's got up his sleeve next. Um, Check him out at Proving Ground Productions on social media and see what he's up to. Support him. He's a great guy, super creative, real friendly and easy to talk to. Episode 17 was Rad Chad. So I kind of talked about, you know, all the different wrestling figure podcasts that are out there. Many of them have their own hashtags. Many of them have their own cliques and groups of guys that follow them and go to bat for them and cause drama and all, all that stuff. What I've admired about Rad Chad the most is he's a guy that transcends across all those lines and I like that about him I see a guy that's not beholden to anybody he's a wrestling figure fan just like me just like many of you that are listening to this and I've just really dug that about him he's friendly with everybody and he doesn't have time for drama or at the end of the day we're all adults kind of enjoying a child nostalgia hobby. And I just love the fact, I just love the fact that Chad gets that and lives it. And that's the way I am. So I'm drawn to him as a, as one of the outstanding guys in the community um, because he doesn't get caught up and because he doesn't get caught up in any of that stuff. So shout out to you, Rad Chad. Episode 18 is another guy with the mad respect level, and that's Charles at Chella Toys. Chella Toys kind of came out of nowhere, at least for me. I know in talking to him, he's been planning this and working on it. It didn't literally, obviously, come out of nowhere for him. But when I saw the figures that he was starting to set up to come out in kind of a retro or Hasbro style. 
I was floored and I'm floored because here's a guy that is a lifelong wrestling fan and just had the passion. I want to put out wrestling figures and nothing's going to stop me and nothing did. And I'm super proud of the guy and it couldn't happen to a better guy, a nicer guy. I mean, he was a humble guy. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't cocky or full of himself or braggadocious. He was a modest guy. And I, I really appreciate that from Charles. Um, talk about somebody being super busy. He is and was, but he still made time to come on and do my show. And that meant the world to me um, and still does. And he's making one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, as I mentioned, Adam Baum. And I can't recommend enough. If you haven't dealt with him, get on his website and buy some figures. My Dynamite Kid figures just came in and they're gorgeous. They're, I, w I have to admit, I was a little bit curious to see if, you know, the workmanship would be on the level of a major toy manufacturer. And I got to say, it's at least on that level, if not well beyond without stepping on too many toes. So shout out to you, Charles. Thanks for coming on and being a guest. Episode 19 was the exception to my rule of having episodic guests on a profile type basis. But the dude's last name is two time. So I had to bring him back. Drew E two time. Drew Vensel came back on. Um, it wasn't so much his story this time around as it was us getting a chance to talk. And really for me, it was an excuse to just talk to a guy that I have total admiration and respect for in the community. And that's what we did. I had him back on. We did our end of the year, not quite end of the year review of our top tens. And I screwed up and omitted a couple of figures that I couldn't believe I overlooked, but Hey, we were kind of freestyling it. But we were kind of just freestyling it. And so But we were just kind of freestyling it. And so the main idea was just to the main idea was just to get another chance to talk to Drew. And like I said, Drewy two time. One of the nicest guys in the community. He just never ceases to amaze me. He's given me just killer nostalgic WWF paraphernalia. The guy knows that anything that's got the WWF logo on, I'm pretty much all about. And I've gotten multiple things from Drew that he didn't have to send me, but he did. And all that stuff just means the world to me. And that Sergeant Slaughter Comic-Con Ultimate Edition will probably forever be my favorite, most Holy Grail figure that I'll ever own in my entire life uh, for all that it means to me. I mean, being Sergeant Slaughter, being 
a Comic-Con exclusive is all great, but the fact that Drew did that for me, um, I don't think any other figure will ever touch that level. So shout out to you, Drew. And we ended up with episode 20, which was an episode that I recorded for a special occasion. And it just worked out that Christmas day was when I wanted to drop it. Um, Warren Warsman of Warsman Customs has meant so much to me, and he's impacted my wrestling figure hobby in a way that nobody else has, and probably just in a different way than anybody could, just because he has supplied me with so many wrestlers that I've only dreamed of having. Um, And so it's been this amazing process of ordering heads from him, assembling them, uh, just getting guys that I've wanted for so long, for my whole life. And now I've got them. And other toy lines are starting to come out with some of these guys in time, and that's great. Um, These will always mean a little more to me just because, again, here's a guy that had the idea but he didn't just have the idea. He went out and executed it. And Warsman makes incredible heads with Tom Vague, the artist that actually sculpts them and and then Warsman prints them. But it's Warsman's brainchild. Um, he'll always put Tom over and say Tom's the the guy and everything. And not to not to downplay Tom's importance, but Warsman's equally as important to me. Um, he's just, he's the brainchild of it. He's the guy that's coming up with the different wrestlers and, and that means a lot. And he listens to his customers. He's easy to deal with and he's always been fair and reasonable with me and helped me out with any questions that I had about making any of my customs. Um, and it's just been fun to do so. Shout out to Warsman Christmas episode. There's something for everybody on Christmas or so I hope. And I felt like Warsman and I felt like there's something for everybody with Warsman as well. And so I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. That's how I concluded 2020. That's how I concluded. That's how I concluded 2021 and with 20 guests, I'm definitely not the most, uh, that's how I finished 2021 with 20 guests. And like I said earlier, I don't have guests every week, but I do have what I think to be good quality guests every time that I have somebody on. And I try not to give you guys too much filler this Recap here is probably about as much filler as you're going to get, to be honest with you. Um, But I just wanted to do it as a way to say thank you to everyone who listens, everybody who came on to the podcast, and to everybody who's going to be on the podcast this year and, and hopefully continue to listen and spread the word of the podcast to any good wrestling figure fans out there. 
Um, like I said, I don't want every wrestling figure fan because not every and to every one out there who's going to listen to the podcast this year or, or be a guest this year. So in 2021, I tried to shed myself of negativity and negative people and I've done that to a large part. And so in 2021, I'm hoping to just do more of the same and add good quality people as guests and as listeners to the podcast. So that's it, everybody. I don't want to take up any more of your time. I just wanted. That's it, everybody. That wraps up this year in review. And my thank you to you for listening, for being on the show. And coming up soon, we'll have some more great quality guests. I'm hoping that you guys will join me and spread the word to anybody that you think might dig the show. And that all of you will join me right here on Pulling Up a Chair. And that all of you will join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. I did go long this week, so I'm going to skip the shout outs of individuals and I would hate to leave anybody out. I'm totally freestyling out here. So instead, I'm just going to say if I mentioned you in this episode, if I've mentioned you on a previous episode, if I've interacted with you on social media or email, if you've downloaded the show and press play and listen to it, Shout out to you. This one's for you guys. I really appreciate everybody and anybody who's been associated with this um, as a listener, as a guest, or just somebody I've interacted with uh, on email or social media. So, Well, isn't that something else? I mean, 40 years ago, I was doing Piper's Pit, and now this blithering idiot, a chair shot. You got people, they're pulling up chairs, they're doing interviews. You got everything you ever wanted except a good host. Normal souls one day will perish. But souls that listen to pulling up a chair with a chair shot will never rest in peace. If you're going to spend your time listening to a mere mortal, you should listen to the only podcast I think it's the only podcast. Yes, it's the only podcast worth listening to, and that's pulling up a chair. Thank you. 
for listening to this podcast. And I love you. I was around for the first WrestleMania, brother. But there's nothing quite like being around for the first wrestling figure podcast that does it the right way, dudes. Because as far as I'm concerned, pulling up a chair, my main man, I tagged him in, and now he's doing interviews with all of the greats in the wrestling figure community. And as far as I'm concerned, brother, and what you gonna do when pulling up a chair runs wild on you? With a tear in my eye, I stand before you to tell you without a shadow of a doubt, the greatest wrestling figure podcast in the world today happens to have a chair shot interviewing all of the greatest minds in wrestling figure in the wrestling figure community today mean gene brother woo